Did everyone have a nice holiday? Yeah. I'm happy. Thanks. I'm glad. I'm glad you did. You ever invite people over for Thanksgiving and end up bringing their weird friends with them? Uh, well, apparently that's what Kanye did to former President Trump. Uh, you guys see this? Trump had dinner at Mar-a-Lago with Kanye West and a well-known white supremacist. Seriously, you know these are crazy times when Trump is only the third most problematic person at the table. Ah, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's uh, part of the propaganda apparatus of the Democrat Party, late-night uh, politics, not comedy. The Washington Post is on the case. They're all on the case. They love this story. And I want to uh, I want to touch on this a little bit because MSNBC made it funny for us. <laughs> the Washington Post has a story. It's on page three. First of all, the uh, the A sectional. You know, they have the A sectional, then the Metro sectional, and on the A sectional today. Um, Front page story, racist acts in North Dakota have immigrants living in fear. And for some reason, Democrats took a bunch of Liberian immigrants from the beephole country in West Africa known as Liberia and dropped them in North Dakota because, you know, they want jobs driving snowplows like they did at home. Uh, and uh, so the story is about how these terrible people in North Dakota uh, haven't uh, welcomed with open arms Liberian immigrants that were moved inexplicably to North Dakota. But there you have that. The story right next to it, a quest unveils black history. Some tried to hide. You know, if you're black, you're just being bombarded by the Democrat Party, the party of the Confederacy. You're being bombarded every day in the phony news media, which is the Democrat Party, masquerading as legitimate journalists. Uh, with this, oh, you're a victim. Everybody's a racist. Everyone's mean to you. It must be so hard to be you. You're a victim. All white people are evil. They're the devil. Oh, we got a devil. Uh, we got a Satan uh, category today, too, because of the Democrats. Thank you very much. It says, Texas woman traces ancestor to a major but long-forgotten African burial ground in Richmond. Richmond, Virginia, from Texas. Well, that's a fascinating story, uh, but that's, it's used to create racial division in the United States. You then turn the page to page two. Lawsuit, separate story altogether. Lawsuit accuses VA of longstanding racial discrimination. It says, you think they're on much of a jihad here? Or, you know, what's the thing? All day, every day, uh, page after page after page. Pretty extraordinary stuff. Um, the case for re-electing Raphael Warnock. Because he ran over his wife. And, you know, you know, put up with stuff from beep. <laughs> uh, but also on page three, in rare rebuke, comma, GOP slams Trump over dinner with Fuentes, comma, Yee. Yee is Kanye West, right? Pence calls for apology and points out the pair's anti-Semitic comments. So... Here's the story. They have three uh, typists at the Washington Post from the DNC typing up the story. Former Vice President Mike Pence and numerous Republican lawmakers on Monday criticized President Donald Trump 
for uh, dining. It actually doesn't say president. I added that. says, criticize Donald Trump. They don't say former president because he's a Republican and they didn't vote for him. So they uh, hate is their uh, family value. Donald Trump for dining with the white nationalist Nick Fuentes and the rapper Yee, both of whom have a history of anti-Semitic remarks making a rare break with Trump in the upper echelons of the GOP. Now, the Wikipedia page for Nick Fuentes says that he's a white supremacist. The Washington Post says he's a white nationalist. Um, Fuentes is, of course, you know, a Latino name. And here we go again, like the Proud Boys, right? That, that, which is, what, what do they call them, a white uh, and, uh, you know? Uh, but what, what's the leader's name of the uh, Proud Boys? Enrique Tarrio is the leader of the Proud Boys, which the news media says is a white supremacist group. Enrique Tarrio is a black guy who's a Cuban-American, yet they call him a white supremacist. Anyway, now let me also go back to this. The white nationalist, or some call him a white supremacist, uh, by the name of Nick Fuentes, Nicholas Fuentes, right, is hanging out and traveling around with Kanye West, who I guess is a, uh, you know, we got Michael Eric Dyson. He's a left-wing, radical, racist college professor in good stead with the Democrat Party on MSDNC. And he goes on television to slander Kanye West, who I guess has a value of more than, uh, a net worth of more than $2 billion. Rather successful uh, African-American gentleman. You know, one of the most successful people on the planet Earth because this awful, horrible, terrible racist country. Here is the racist college professor. This is white supremacy by ventriloquism. A black mouth is moving, but white racist ideals are, are flowing from Kanye West's mouth. That's right. And, that's, and this is what you get because, you know, you can't listen to this guy. He's just, uh, you know, like an N-word. Kanye West is what happens when Negroes don't read. See, that's... Uh, and this is what MSDNC does, right? This is what they do. So this guy... I don't know, Nick Fuentes from, you know, uh, Michael Piercy's great-great-grandmother. I don't know. I never heard of the guy. I don't know who he is. But the media jumped on this. And, and he, if he's a white supremacist, uh, why is he Kanye West's dinner guest? I think Kanye West is black. Am I right about that? And do white supremacists usually travel around and dine with former presidents um, who are uh, black rappers? This is, this is your Democrat Party. They don't make sense. They, I think, are collectively uh, mentally ill. Pretty, uh, pretty darn amazing. Now, with that said, <laughs> with that said, MSDNC had a show yesterday, and they wanted to talk about this horrible, terrible Nick Fuentes, who is a Hispanic white supremacist, traveling around with Kanye West to show that he's a white supremacist, which... Makes sense to you if you're a leftist, I guess. And, um, and marveling at all of this, they had, uh, they had now why, why would they invite the Reverend? He's a, he's a man of the cloth. The Reverend Al Charlatan was on uh, MSDNC yesterday, and they, uh, they wanted to talk to him about soundbite number 17, about this terrible meeting with Nick Fuentes, white supremacist, hanging out with his buddy Kanye West, who's, I guess, a white supremacist puppet, according to Michael Eric Dyson, who's a racist 
uh, who's a college professor and in good stead at MSNBC. Then they went to the Reverend Al Charlatan to talk about how terrible it is that this Hispanic white supremacist with his black friend um, were at dinner with uh, President Trump and everybody has to apologize. People that really do not want to go that far and be perceived or in fact be bigots, biased, anti-Semites, racists are not going to continue to allow them to preach to the choir that they think uh, extols this. And I think that that is the political danger because it also shows you that if you can morally live with that, if you have no problem being perceived as that, then you must deep down inside have some of that bias and bigotry in it yourself. That's why I said, let's see where DeSantis is. Let's see where McCarthy mm. is. Because why mm. would you tolerate this unless there's some hidden bias in you? That was Mika Brzezinski express, expressing her uh, limited intelligence and her confusion with her, uh, you know, sometimes there's an all-knowing, hmm, that's a, that's a know-nothing, hmm. Now, the fact that they brought the Reverend Al Sharpton in to talk about this is quite extraordinary. Um, you know, the Reverend Al Charlatan is a famous anti-Semite and a famous racist, of course. But as anti-Semitism led to the murders of multiple Jewish Americans in New York City who are still dead as of this reporting. And, um, and the fact that MSDNC is so ignorant, NBC News is so ignorant, and by the way, they suspended their uh, Hispanic reporter for reporting accurately on the Paul Pelosi incident at Pelosi's mansion on a hill in San Francisco. The Reverend Al Charlatan was invited to the Obama White House I believe more than a hundred times to hang with uh, President Barack Obama. You may remember President Barack Obama's spiritual guidepost, the racist, anti-American Reverend Jeremiah Wright, who, uh, when asked early on in the Biden in the Obama administration uh, whether he would be meeting with Barack Obama at the White House, he said this. Have you spoken with him since he's been in the White House? You ain't gonna let him talk to me. He told my baby daughter, I said he'll talk to me five years from now when he's lamed up, or eight years when he's had an office. You know them Jews ain't gonna let him talk to me, was the uh, Reverend Jeremiah Wright's, you know, chickens coming home to roost. That was his response. Now, just for a little refresher on the Reverend Al Charlatan, uh, a great piece from the Washington Examiner by Philip Klein, July 30th, 2019, because none of this is new. It's all very well known. Here's who Democrats are praising when they praise Al Sharpton, and they invite him to go on MSDNC to condemn a Hispanic man with his black friend as an anti-Semite and a white supremacist, right? All right. And uh, Philip Klein describes the Reverend Al as a vile Jew hater with blood on his hands. That's just an opening salvo. Sharpton, of course, first became a major public figure during the 1987 Tawana Brawley case, in which he claimed a black teenage girl had been abducted and raped by a white gang that included an assistant district attorney in Dutchess County, Stephen Pagonis, right? In numerous media appearances, Sharpton pointed the finger at Pagonis and declared a racist cover-up by law enforcement with zero evidence to support his claims. In 1988, a grand jury cleared Pagonis of any wrongdoing, any wrongdoing, finding that the alleged incident, in fact, never happened. 
But the damage was already done. Pagona's career was over as a prosecutor. He and his family were under a constant death threat. His marriage eventually broke up under the resulting stress. Probably got blood clots and a stroke and a heart attack, too. In 1998, Pagonas won a defamation suit against Sharpton, but Sharpton refused to pay. However, Sharpton supporters eventually paid the debt on his behalf. In 1991, controversy erupted when Professor Leonard Jeffries, this is the racist, anti-Semitic uncle and mentor to Democrat Congressman Hakeem Jeffries, who is going to take Nancy Pelosi's place as the leader of the Democratic majority um, in January, at least he's expected to. And his racist anti-Semite professor, Uncle Leonard Jeffries, was his mentor growing up. In July of 1991, controversy erupted when Professor Leonard Jeffries, professor at New York City College, gave a speech blasting, quote, rich Jews, end quote, for financing the slave trade and controlling Hollywood so they could, quote, put together a system of destruction for black people, end quote. Al Sharpton rushed to defend Professor Leonard Jeffries at the time in the middle of the swirling controversy. He declared, quote, if the Jews want to get in on it, tell them to pin their yarmulkes back on and come over to my house. That's the Reverend Al Sharpton. He's in good stead with NBC News. A day after Sharpton made that comment in August of 1991, a Jewish driver accidentally ran over a seven-year-old black boy named Gavin Cato in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. And the anti-Semitic riot that broke out in which Jewish rabbinical scholar Yankel Rosenbaum was stabbed to death. Instead of calling for calm, the right Reverend Al Charlatan incited the rioters, leading marches in the streets in Harlem and in Crown Heights and elsewhere, that included the chants, no justice, no peace, and kill the Jews. At a funeral for the boy who had been run over, the Reverend Al Sharpton said, the world will tell us he was killed by accident. You see where it's going here, right? Yes, it was a social accident. It's an accident to allow an apartheid ambulance service in the middle of Crown Heights. Talk about how Oppenheimer and South African sent diamonds straight to Tel Aviv, <laughs> right, and deals with diamond merchants right here in Crown Heights. Um, and the diamond merchants thing, uh, famous old anti-Semitic slur, right? After an investigation, no indictment was made of the driver who accidentally ran over the child, and he left for Israel. Sharpton flew to Israel in an attempt to, quote, hunt down, end quote, the driver and hand him a civil lawsuit. According to the Daily News at uh, Tel Aviv's Ben-Gurion Airport, a woman spotted Sharpton and shouted, Go to hell! Sharpton yelled back, I'm in hell already. I'm in Israel. So this is your reverend. And they brought him on. But wait, it's not over. And uh, he said, boy, oh boy. He's uh, talking about Sharpton uh, saw an open uh, for more demagoguery. He said, we will not stand by and allow them, the Jews, to move this brother. So what some white interloper can expand his business on 125th Street? Uh, and uh, Sharpton's underling, Morris Powell, vowed, the street will burn. We're going to see to it that this cracker suffers. This is a Jewish business owner. Uh, and uh, the uh, owner of the building, uh, the building that the business owner was renting from, raised the rent 
on the uh, Jewish business owner running his business in a building owned by a black guy. And so the Jewish business owner raised his rent on a subleasor who was African-American. Sharpton turned it into a race riot. Protesters led by Sharpton outside the store referred to the Jews as bloodsuckers. This is Al Sharpton threatening, we're going to burn and loot the Jews. That's Al Sharpton. Demonstrators also struck matches and threw them in the doors, uh, the store's doorway. The demonstrators uh, then, two months after the protest, one of the demonstrators stormed into the store armed with a gun and burned the place to the ground, murdered seven people, and then shooting himself. A suicide attack where seven Jews were murdered uh, and uh, the business was burned and uh, Freddy's Fashion Mart, Crown, Height, riot, Crown Heights riots, and the Reverend Al Sharpton was the leader of all of that with all the slurs going to Israel. I'm in hell, uh, burning the place, all the murders, uh, blood on his hands. And uh, yesterday, MSNBC said, let's have Al Sharpton come on to call Donald Trump and Nick Fuentes anti-Semites. I have to be the most inept charlatan in the country. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Did I hear you correctly say that perhaps he was influenced by Gurgle? Might have been influenced by Gurgle. We think he was trying to say Joseph Goebbels there, but English is not his first language. Hey, we have Al Sharpton uh, where at the Chris Plant store, Resist We Much and all kinds. We got uh, beer mugs and coffee mugs and I think even the Resist We Much t-shirts and things because of the Reverend Al Charlatan. But resist we much, we must and we will much about that be committed. Million dollar NBC News journalist right there. Award winning and he's a man of the cloth. What cloth? We don't know. And he's got the uh, the deaths of seven Jewish Americans murdered in a suicide attack by a racist inflamed by Al Sharpton on his hands. This is the Chris Plant Show. The, um, the website Mediaite has the story today. Judge says Devin Nunes can sue NBC Universal for libel in a case against Rachel Maddow, who goes around slandering people all the time. District Court Judge, Southern District of New York, just cleared the path for former Congressman Devin Nunes to sue NBC Universal over his defamation case against Rachel Maddow. For the past year, Devin Nunes has attempted to file a lawsuit for his allegation that Maddow smeared him over his dealings with Andriy Dirkach, a Ukrainian legislator who has been sanctioned by the U.S. government for being a suspected Russian agent. Now, you see, these guys do this all the time. Uh, 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 they call everybody a Russian asset, right? And that's their thing, which means they're Russian assets because whatever they accuse you of is what they're guilty of doing. Uh, Hillary Clinton called Democrat Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard 
a, uh, a Russian asset. President Trump, a New York contractor, a global contractor, well, it's called a Russian asset. And if you hung out with him, everybody's called a Russian asset. You're a Russian asset. You're Russian. While at the same time, you know, uh, here's Hunter Biden with Russian hookers and Russian gangsters and, uh, and with Chinese businessmen and Joe Biden. And you got Democrats from Democrat Senator Dianne Feinstein had a Chinese spy on her staff in San Francisco for almost 20 years. Eric Swalwell has had a years-long relationship, including a apparently sexual relationship, with Fang Fang, the Chinese intelligence operative. You know, but they love going around. And then the news media is just, a, you know, a sort of an infectious appendage attached to the body politic of the Democrat Party. So he's been trying to uh, sue her because he, uh, she libeled him. The... Uh, the commentary relates to an incident in 2019 when Nunes' office received a package from this Ukrainian. I think the Bidens have a lot of ties to Ukraine, don't they? Am I wrong about that? Uh, while he was ranking member of the House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence. And um, Rachel Maddow smeared him and slandered him. And, and uh, that's what they do. And, you know, I mean, honestly, Tucker Carlson should be suing about 50 different people for all the slander that he's received just in the last couple of weeks because of the, you know, uh, non-binary murderer in Colorado Springs who went to a gay bar and murdered five people. And Democrats are busy blaming Tucker Carlson and libs of TikTok. And, oh, it's a Trump and it's MAGA. And then, of course, it's another Democrat because it always is. I assume the guy doesn't, you know, he identifies as non-binary. I assume he doesn't also identify as Republican. I'm just guessing. The uh, Department of Energy, Energy under uh, Joe Biden, they put out a, uh, and that's where we had the, the transgender luggage thief at the Minneapolis-St. Paul airport uh, who didn't travel with any luggage because, you know, just a skimpy sort of, you know, mini bikini or something, and uh, he went down and stole luggage from the luggage carousel, tore the luggage tag off, didn't travel with any luggage, stole some some woman's luggage, and got busted for it and is being charged with a felony crime. It's the same Department of Energy in charge of nuclear waste. I think uh, he, did, you know, he may be nuclear waste. But here's the Department of Energy after the non-binary murderer in Colorado murdered five people. The Department of Energy put out everyone deserve on their official Twitter account from the U.S. Department of Energy. Everyone deserves to live their life as their full and authentic self, except you know aborted uh, uh, people, free of fear, bigotry, and violence. Well, you guys should stop shooting everybody. Then that'd go a long way in our American system. Stop carjacking. Stop looting. Stop your uh, mob grab and run schemes all over the country. Trans and gender non-conforming individuals, like the person who murdered all those people in Colorado, are part of the DOE family. And with them, we mourn the lives lost and reject the darkness that would erase their light. That's well, uh, very poetic, I've got to say, for a tweet. The only problem is that the murderer is non-binary which is one of the categories that in San Francisco makes you eligible for free money from the taxpayers 
for being, because they said they want transgender people to get free taxpayer money. Was it $1,200 a month? $1,200 or $1,300 a month. And, uh, and that's okay. But the killer is, you know, one of the bright lights that you're talking about here. Just saying. All right? Now, there are these crazy stories because in the news every day now, and they blame Republicans for this. Isn't that amazing? They blame Republicans for everything, though. They blame Republicans for the non-binary murderer in Colorado Springs. They, oh, what, are, what else did they try to blame? They try to blame everything. on There's, there's something terrible happens. And they say, oh, uh, the, uh, the Green Party uh, guy that hit uh, the nudist activist drug addict with the illegitimate children who lives in somebody else's van with the smash capitalism bumper stickers on it. And he hit uh, Paul Pelosi allegedly in the head um, after Paul Pelosi greeted the police at the door as though there was nothing wrong, according to NBC News. But that reporter has been made to disappear, Soviet style. They tried to blame that. It's Republicans. You know, they just they keep looking for uh, an example of uh, this narrative that they've created. Right. But every day we have stories about sexual something or other, and children. Transgender kindergarten uh, story time. Um, the, uh, I mean, it just goes on and on. And then they've got this, uh, you know, a brand that uh, I don't really shop Balenciaga. Uh, Michael, you? You're not wearing Balenciaga today? I thought those pumps were quite handsome, but they, uh, just another coincidence, the Daily Mail has photos from scrapped Balenciaga campaign. Uh, Kim Kardashian is involved with them, and that leads us back to Kanye West, who's the black-white supremacist, right? Because this is the Democrat Party. They, they've broken their own brains, and they want to break your brains, too. Photos from scrapped Balenciaga campaign feature a book by artists who works, whose works include castrated toddlers after bondage teddy bear fiasco and hidden child porn documents. These are all in an advertising campaign for clothing because that's today's Democrat Party. In Balenciaga Spring 23 catalog, a book showcasing the artist Michael Boromans is uh, in the background. Boromans is a Belgian painter whose works included 2017 series of in- images depicting naked toddlers, including castrated naked toddlers. The series is titled Fire from the Sun and shows young children with blood-soaked skin and some castrated. You see, this is uh, the Democrat Party. They are, uh, and this is, you know, you're in good standing with them if this is you. You're invited to all the parties. But don't have a Mexican-American named Nick Fuentes to your house because they'll uh, be up in arms. They were yelling uh, questions at Joe Biden about it. And about, hey, what do you have to say about, and then is Al Sharpton coming to dinner with you? Uh, Joe Biden having a question yelled at him. Mr. President, what do you think of Donald Trump having dinner with the white nationalists? What do you think Somebody is telling him what to say. You don't want to hear what I think. Well, I don't think you think, so uh, hearing it is probably a waste of time. Uh, but back to the, you know, and uh, then they have uh, the Reverend Al uh, Sharpton over to the house and, and um, you know, come on. 
Um, this is the Democrat Party. So the blood-soaked babies and the castrated uh, toddlers, aren't toddlers babies? I, 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 uh, and I think it's close enough. The brand took responsibility, uh, Balenciaga, for the first um, and the entire holiday ad campaign, which featured BDSM, bondage, discipline, sadomasochism, teddy bears with child models. Um, it, however, blamed the second run, the inclusion of a point, uh, the Supreme Court ruling on child porn, which the creepy people that made the creepy ads included thinking it's subliminal and only they'll know and they can tell their friends. And here's the Supreme Court ruling saying that we can have kitty porn. <laughs> and then they, these are the people that put the books in grammar schools that show little boys how to perform acts of oral gratification upon grown men um, because that's today's Democrat Party. And if in Florida you call them on it, then you become the villain of the story. Pretty amazing stuff. I got to say. And this is uh, right in line with the mainstream of the Democrat Party. Uh, We hear a lot about this because the Democrats are very busy grooming children. Now, this is um, here's another story out of uh, out of California. It's frightening for society is the quote in the headline. Thousands of convicted pedophiles in California are being released early from prison after serving less than a year for their horrific acts, including child rape, sodomy, sexual abuse of children under 14, the Daily Mail has learned, but the Los Angeles Times and the New York Times have not. Now, let's go to uh, soundbite number 19, right? Mm-mm-mm. Uh, 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 Balenciaga is now suing for $25 million. The people that made their own ad campaign, guess they didn't watch it very closely. They strongly condemn child abuse. It was never our intent. Well, you know, intent is nine-tenths of the law. Let's go to, or is that possession? Let's go to, um, let's go to gays against groomers. I love this guy. We've uh, used him before. He is uh, a gay man named Clarkson Lawson. Must be from a very fancy family, Clarkson Lawson. And he posted a video of himself talking about this whole debacle. And uh, he had some interesting things to say about it. Here is with gays against groomers, Clarkson Lawson. There is a lot happening with Balenciaga right now, and it literally just keeps getting worse. So if you're unaware, Balenciaga, the big brand, released an ad featuring children holding teddy bears that were dressed in bondage. Now, for good reason, this sparked outrage because it's completely inappropriate. But what this did was it opened up the Pandora's box of how completely grotesque this company is. Pandora's box? And uh, and he's uh, really it opened up the and it's uh, and it's much more widespread. Um, they do this stuff thinking they giggle and goose each other, and then they uh, you know uh, don't play duck duck goose with these people. When you dig deep into their other product advertisements, there are subtle hints of pedophilia and child exploitation in almost all of them. If you think this is just a picture of a Balenciaga bag. You're wrong, because down here, there's a reference to a court case that was ruled in favor of virtual child you-know-what. A virtual child you-know-what. Well, we don't really all know what, but uh, we'll just have to assume, based on the context and what the Democrat Party has become, um, this is pretty extraordinary stuff. And this guy, 
Again, Clarkson Lawson, he's having none of this. Now I know I'm gonna get called a conspiracy theorist for this because we already are. Multiple news outlets are saying that this Balenciaga issue is a wild conspiracy theory. But if it was a conspiracy theory, why would Balenciaga apologize for it? They literally issued a statement apologizing for their photo shoots. So clearly this is not a conspiracy theory since Balenciaga admitted fault. But you see, an apology, it isn't enough. We know how many eyes are on product placement. We need to know why this was allowed. And don't confuse this for cancel culture. This is children that we're talking about. Yeah. Uh, stay away from the kids, would you? Uh, honestly. The View with uh, not bright left-wing you know, million-dollar ABC employees yesterday, they, um, mm, 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 mm. they, they got on the case. You know, they'll get to the bottom of it. I yeah. found this ad campaign particularly distasteful um, in this moment. So there's this, there's growing anti-LGBTQ sentiment right now. And it, how it's being framed is as portraying, you know, trans people as groomers. This is a term you'll hear on the far right. They're groomers. This is where you get the anti-drag queen stuff that we're right. seeing. So Balenciaga played right into babies. their hands by having kids in a sexualized manner carrying something that represents, you know, sex acts. I think it was a really bad misstep at a moment where it's just kind of a dangerous time to even give credence to those kind of insane takes. Yeah, yeah. Alyssa Farah on The View, uh, th her problem with it is, is that those terrible far right people are uh, saying all these terrible things and you guys just keep proving them right. NBC News fake news correspondent Kat, Kat Tenbarge. She comes from Tenbarge. Yes, uh, she tweeted over the weekend, Tucker Carlson, libs of TikTok, etc. create a stream of content blaming trans and queer people for child grooming. Well, who else is doing it? But rarely or, uh, or never feature actual victims of child grooming. If they did, they'd have to reckon with the fact that many survivors victims and survivors, are queer and trans themselves. There's uh, Kat Tenbridge at NBC News establishing that the grooming is often successful. That's, uh, but she's unaware of that. Quite amazing, really amazing stuff. Did you know that banks can legally confiscate your money to bail themselves out? There's one catch, though. It has to be during extraordinary times. Well, with the economy and the world in the shape we're in right now, don't you think we're in extraordinary times? Might be time to call 888-446-5320 to get your personal wealth protection guide. Because my friends at American Alternative Assets are there to help you protect your retirement savings by rolling your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. The fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement account while maintaining its tax-deferred status. So call 888-446-5320 today to get your free wealth protection guide. This guide will answer all the questions you have. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Call American Alternative Assets at 888-4GOLD20 to secure your free gold and silver guide today. 888-446-5320. Individual results may vary. There is no guarantee that past performance will indicate future results. Yeah. And, um, you know, and that's NBC News. Uh, she should be sued by Tucker Carlson and libs of TikTok. And uh, then we'll get this all into court and we'll get it all on the record. Officially, you know, for legal purposes.
She's interviewed Kent Tenbridge, survivors of child sexual abuse and grooming. So she's saying it's going on and that it is child sex abuse and that a lot of them grow up to be, you know, trans and queer themselves. It's a project the Democrat Party is on. So Balenciaga played right into their hands by having kids in a sexualized manner, carrying something that represents, you know, sex acts. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them maps. No. Minor attracted persons. No. So don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. Don't judge people just because they want to have sex with a five-year-old. That's uh, the Democrat Party's um, campaign slogan. Page E2 of the Washington Post today, how to feel less antsy about eating insects. They're actually pitching eating insects, and there's a little six-year-old girl looking at a grub worm, a mealworm, and she ate it. And the story talks about how it's really good for humans to eat insects. Because eating steaks is real bad. I disagree. Omaha steaks are uh, wonderful. Let's, uh, let's, we have no time at all, but let's go to Mike calling from Middletown, New Jersey. Michael, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hello, Chris. Nice to talk to you again. Hey, I'm Mike. just wondering, can a White House reporter ask the White House, do they consider the Chinese protesters to be insurrectionists? I mean. Very good. I like that. That is great. Um. That's that is <laughs> that is really great. Well, they will be when the when the communists start gunning them down by the hundreds or the thousands. Uh, that's very good. Well, they're unarmed uh, insurrectionists. It's going to be a lot harder because, you know, like in Iran, where again Biden has nothing to say about these freedom protests going on in China or Iran or any place else because he's not on their side. <laughs> Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.